0: Well, hello. Welcome back to the RMP. I'm Zachary, your host of this motherfucking podcast. And you can follow me on Instagram at The Muscle Hamster, where you can follow my mediocre powerlifting skills and my jump into semi serious emotional topics. And we're here to question the mess, make some rebel actions, and start living life on our own fucking terms. Oh my God. What a interesting couple weeks it's been. Nothing majorly changed, but uh, there are some things going on. Nationals is getting closer. I hit um, roughly 315 for triples today in an RPE 10, and my friend says it's not an RPE 10. Um, It was an RPE 8.5 or 9. Uh, I had some great conversations with people close to me, things that kept me stable, things that made me realize that there's an importance to being in the moment and to not pressuring yourself so much and to not have so much expectation on yourself that you can never catch up, that no matter what you succeed in and no matter what you gain, that you can't keep up. And also conversations that made me think about my worth, and uh, it's crazy because There's a definite importance in independence and sovereignty and um, being capable on your own. But it's very hard to be single, and I'm not whining. I'm just saying it's very hard to be single um, and only have your own thoughts to either pull you together or tear you apart. And so if you are a single human out there, um then know that if you do not have a direct relationship uh intimate relationship with another human then you really really should reach out to people that are close to you and find people that will have intimate conversations with you direct conversations honest conversations blunt conversations to keep your mental health High, highly recommend But uh, beyond that, I hope you guys are all fucking doing great. I hope you guys are all lifting some heavy shit. I mean, I just want people to lift heavy shit. And I think after I pass this exam to be a CPT through this, I mean, obviously the best organization, that would be NSCA, um, that I think I want to help younger younger people get into this type of sport. Um, Or at least strength training in general i think this type of thing is important especially now that we are more sedentary and our physical health has become a not a natural occurrence but a um an obligation right so i've been going through a lot of things today and there's or the last couple weeks, and it's important to understand, I think, that there's a lot going on in our world. Things that seem like they matter, but uh, are far more of a distraction. And understand that there's something between the lines. There's something that lies beneath the surface. There's something that lies behind the veil. And... If we don't start paying attention, things can change very quickly. I never thought in my 34 years, until the last year, I guess, that my own individualism would be at stake. That my community would become so unhealthy. um, Just because of the food that we're fed, the information that we're fed. Uh, the lies of information that we're fed and the numbing that and dramification if that's a word that is happening in our space and then is being fed to us by bullshit overly wealthy overly uh, prideful assholes So I dare you to fucking question a lot more. I dare you to be skeptical. I dare you to be intelligent and wise enough to take control of yourself. Because once you take control of yourself, you are far more capable of making a difference in the world. And sticking up for the things that actually goddamn matter. Like our unity. And our... (laughs) This sounds super patriotic liberties and freedoms because those may not be around too much longer if we can't become more of a diverse set of humans so without giving too much away uh, I'll let you guys listen in on this this is dare I say episode 96 the United States or the United Elites Keep questioning. What up, humans? Are you a powerlifter too? Then why are we not friends? Actually, if you're any athlete, get yourself over here. I need some friends. As an athlete who has goals, I do my best to give my body what it needs to hit my powerlifting numbers. And a 500 pound deadlift is a formidable opponent. And cage muscle supplements are what I rely on to help me hit those goals. Caged Muscle is the cleanest and most effective product line I've ever used for supplementation, and I've been lifting forever. I never feel like my heart will implode and never feel like anything I take is doing absolutely nothing like so many other supplements out there. I train better, I recover better, and I sleep better due to the Caged Muscle products that I use. And to get where I want to go in fitness, Cage will always be my go-to. I don't want to sell you on cage muscle. I want you to feel the difference. I want you to feel cage muscle for yourself. So if you're looking for trying something new and very effective in your supplementation routine, make sure to get 15% off when you use my code HAMSTER15 at checkout. That's H-A-M-S-T-E-R 15 when you check out. Let's go hit some numbers, shall we? I am definitely exhausted. But... uh... I'm questioning myself daily on why, honestly. The short answer is that it's an exhaustive world at this point. There's there's so much going on, and there are plenty of studies that are proving that we are not only distracted, but overstimulated. Um, it's been a few months now that I've been having this waning inspiration. This, this is dying a little bit. My mind has gone blank. My mind can't focus on subjects that I'm writing about or learning from, and I'm having a disconnected internal experience with myself. I can't seem to to know myself. Um, what's happening is something I can't yet comprehend. I'm me, but I'm not me. My mind keeps telling me that something has to be off- Naturally, Honestly, it's, it's like it's my sleep or maybe it's my diet. Maybe it's the constant stimulation or overstimulation of social media. And at this point, it's as if I'm clinging to just about whatever I can handle. Um, but what I do feel, I mean, even though we tend to create a full global effect through our own close experiences, I feel like the world or the people of the world are losing touch with themselves and what being human actually means, which, as I've come to realize, has become more and more important the more I learn about evolution and our psychology and our emotions. It seems like there's so much business and no adventure, or at least you have to have business to rightfully own adventure or to be... um, legitimately capable or being allowed to have adventures maybe a better way to put it and it feels like love is no longer a venture or an experience but it's a task and frankly i'm fucking disturbed by what i'm starting to see and feel with all of these things the hardest thing i've ever experienced to date in my 34 years was the ending of a relationship a very good one a very deep one Um, Something I didn't realize until far later. A relationship that I definitely ended, caused by my avoidant attachment style as well as uh, my insecurities and my inability to love myself so that I could actually love other people. But there it is. I've never not loved people. I've never assumed that people were inherently evil, um, even though that may be a little bit different now. I've always had hope that people were capable of compassion and have a natural instinct to bond. I still believe that. I mean, sex is one thing when it comes to the advancement of a species, but emotion is a little bit beyond. Emotions like love and empathy, they we a compounding effect to nature's most basic needs to further any of the fucking species. Our human species and a few close relatives are arguably the only beings truly capable of complex emotions and the understanding of them, the use of them, uh, what, they, what they do for us, what they mean. 90% of the world's animal kingdom is built and continues to be built by instinctive drive alone. Eat, sleep procreate expand the territory protect the family survival of the fittest right i question if honestly we've become too smart for our own good as the species that we are so much so that everything is about facts and numbers and proof about knowing all and conquering evil trying to create clarity where there may not be a necessity to have it to know that mystery in itself is maybe a good thing But I believe there's an evil that lies beneath all this collection of information. There's something wrong or at least off when we no longer have to search for it, experience it, or think about it. There's not a good enough investment for all the information that we are so easily capable of accessing now. And I dare to say it will be our destruction or contribute to it. But before I get too nihilistic... Let's continue on with this. The fact is that most of our world is good, truly good, not perfect, not without challenge and not without damage, but good. Think on this, what do all of our headlines say in our media, in our information? Our president and people of power are destroying the country threatening our rights, undermining our systems and our liberties. Racism is rampant, apparently. Men are toxic, obviously, uh, which I've been on both sides of through through the years, um, making a stand for and against. And murdering and raping and abusing uh, women, the opposite sex. um, Women are using feminism, finally destroying the patriarchy, whatever the fuck that means. Media is creating pop Propaganda, everyone is homophobic and transphobic, apparently. Gun debates. The world's on fucking fire. Or is it? Were we really meant to be able to know the whole world? It's hard to think that we're actually capable of it, or at least maybe we're not ready for it. There's no filtering system. There's no way of keeping ourselves present and focused on our own lives, let alone know what the fuck is even true anymore. There's too much difference. There's too much cultural difference. There's too many global differences. I'm not saying we shouldn't pay attention. I'm definitely not saying that, and I'll get to why that is important here in a minute. But I'm also not saying we shouldn't contribute or fight for things. We should do all of these things. At this point, so much can't be ignored. But the truth? There is a subtle corruption to it all. To get people to turn away from important things, all it takes is using their emotions against them. Those ever-so-important emotions. And what are most colorful emotions? Isn't always the ones with the most pain or sadness or happiness or awe? Aren't these the things that affect us the most and are most clear to us. So do you not also think that people can use that long-term psychological effect in the short term to heighten your emotions, to create focus on things that maybe they want us to focus on? What are the most eye-stopping headlines? War? Hate crimes? Injustice? Bias? Destruction? Pain? Things that inflame us? Things that make us emotionally reactive? things that make us hate, that anger us, that make us resent, that make us defend. But when you think of your own life, your very much smaller circle, which used to be for older generations a lot more real, how much of these things actually exist in your day to day? Yes, there's a war in Ukraine, it exists. Uh, LGBTQ issues are, are are everywhere, it's there. Political correctness is out of control, murder and shootings still happen. Um, and how much of this exists in your daily world? Your, your daily world. How many murders do you see? How many domestic abuse cases do you see? How many hate crimes? What about just arguments and tensions between groups? Are there always fights on the streets? No matter how much information we get, we will never see 99.98% of what is actually going on in the world at any given moment. So what is the purpose of creating such a story that the world is nothing but problems? Could the world even exist if if it was nothing but problems? Doesn't there need to be some sort of balance? Doesn't, Doesn't there need to be some sort of good? Doesn't there need to be some sort of progress for us to exist? We're at a point where we're looking to control. And control is only meant to go so far. Control is far too susceptible to dictatorship and tyranny. The energy to conduct control will always become a nasty business the further along it gets. You must take individualism and capability from the many, leading to the excessive freedom and wealth of the few. The darkness lies not in leadership itself, but the separation of leadership from its community. Separation leads to lower understanding, lower intimacy, and higher objectification. And objectification will always lead to numbing compassion. uh, The numbing compassion of the people and the suppression of your equals because of it. And if you want to argue how equal you are, Remember that status and success do not equate to equality. You're as equal as anybody else in this world, and this country was built on exactly that. I don't give two fucks where any man or woman stands. Equality is a far bigger issue than the one between the sexes. The subtle secret is that there is inequality in wealth. Wealth and success... Wealth and success that gives a disgusting pride to the ones that hold it. A pride that darkens the soul and creates some fucked up evil belief that the quote-unquote common human is somehow lost and incapable without the privileged to give us what we need. To hand us what we need as if we need to be fed. Is this making any sense yet? Because while we're reading all the stories... Taking advantage of our oh so Im- important voices to speak out against all the fucked up things in the world, using our blogs, our podcasts, our media to complain about racism, transphobia, left versus right, uh, unjustified violence, politicians and huge fucking industries are doing everything in the background to silently to silently take what is ours, what has been ours for many many years. There may be multiple countries with freedom such as ours. America itself isn't so unique anymore. But who set the standard? Who created a space that gave us all the same chances to become something? And what will we do when that's gone? What will you do when that's gone? If we were all capable of living 200 years, we would easily be able to see what's being stolen from us. And we're letting it happen. We're becoming careless. We're becoming resentful. We're becoming so angry that we no longer give a fuck about where the country goes, where the world goes, or where that or where that care is placed for our children. How much of that care is lost? We're so sure as justice as social justice warriors that we can change the world through all of our posts and our speeches. But aren't we just as bad as almost every president that promises change for election votes, then never follows through with them after he gets into office? A divided nation will never be capable of keeping freedom. Man is too evil to not take advantage of that. Divide and conquer. And if you're as naive as I once was, then then you'll never see it coming. And as we fight amongst ourselves, as we pull ourselves into stories that all is hell and we need to defend against everyone that isn't us, then we are also no longer capable of keeping an eye or a leash, for that matter, on anything that threatens our individuality. Look to the shepherds. We're not just distracted, we're volatile, we're emotionally reactive, protective, defensive, we're numbed, we're fat, and we're fucking stupid through all of the challenges that exist we'll never we'll never see the truth that's staring us in the face if we don't change our focus and that focus needs to be on keeping ourselves healthy inside and out that focus needs to be on skepticism on questioning look for the corruption not the drama create independence of the self before we worry about the nation see that the most of the see that most of the world isn't on fire and that we are capable of being closer and united when we see that knowing that love and understanding and compassion is the way to see the truth and to hold back the chaos because unity is only created by understanding empathy and compassion through all the challenges that exist through all of the challenges that exist. We cannot do this without seeing what's true. There are more of us than them, and they're creating a hate, and they've done it on purpose. One that after a couple years of isolation and running scared from a virus is completely obvious to the most of us at this point. And so what are we going to do about it? Whatever this is, We're on the verge of some sort of major change, and it's not our posts on social media that will change it. It will be what's right in front of us, the health of ourselves, the health of others, the acceptance and trust of the ones around us, and a tighter hold on our so-called leaders. If we trust them to do everything for us, they will take everything from us. And at that point, you're a harvested potato. (laughs) One of millions, only different in size and shape, with the same exact center as everyone else. A bland vegetable, harvested and fed to the ones that control the fields. Yeah, (laughs) that was a metaphor to hail to the state of Idaho, the the potato state. (laughs) Don't worry, I heard you juggle. I know you did. Question the fuck out of everything. Now more than ever. Stay rebel-minded. I love you. All of you. All of you that are with me. All of you that want to be a part of something, not just for yourselves. But for the rest of the world and your community. This is your host, Zach. Out.